Welcome to The Confessional. I'm Mike Moran. Tell us your deepest, your creepiest, your funniest. Confess to us. No one's listening. All right, everybody, welcome to The Confessional. My name is Mike Moran, and I am joined, as always, by trusty sidekick and producer and side chick, Jimmy Seleski. Side chick? Side, sidekick. <laughs> oh, wow. I had a dream I was a vigilant side chick. <laughs> yeah, how's it going, dude? I've never been called a side chick before. Well, you have now. That's How are you good. doing, Jimmy? I'm doing well. It's a good thing I did all that speed before we started recording. Yeah, we were having a discussion about how speed, apparently, in your world is a, a movie set thing that they yell. Not just in my world, just apparently in everyone else's world but yours. They say speeding, and then you start going. The movie Speed must have been really confusing. <laughs> yeah, it's was like, dude, we get it. We know we're filming this movie, <laughs> okay? You don't have to remind us. Now, Jimmy, today we are discussing unpopular movie opinions. Are you familiar with movies? Yeah. Uh, is there... Is heard there? Excuse me? I've heard of them. Oh, that's right. We were just talking about them. Yeah. <laughs> um, is there any movie that you, you love or you hate that that other people just don't understand why? Um, Because we're going to discuss that in a little bit. Yeah, I don't want to drop the ball. But don't answer me yet. First, Jimmy... <laughs> the answer to the question was yes. Okay, good. <laughs> okay. Bridie, we have... A special guest on today, Jimmy. Her name is Bridie Schellenberg. She is Hi. a funny person. She she's been doing parody <laughs> videos of songs, and she used to be uh, quite the dancer, from what I understand. Nice. That's true. Now you you That's were you were big time in the dance world, right? You were serving people left and right. Um, serving's not the word we use. You know, in my field of dance, um, I actually co-founded a dance competition um, company, but serving, I guess, could go one of two ways in the dance industry. Nobody used the term serve when you were around, is what you're saying. (laughs) No, no. Do they use it now? No. no. Um, Nobody gets served in the opera? um, because I I'm gonna look like a total idiot if it's not a popular thing to say. <laughs> the swan been saying it for years. It's, well, I'm sure. Well, you know, you're not not a stranger to looking like an idiot. I'm sure. But, hey, um, you just got served. <laughs> you did. You did. That that was a verbal serving, and you just are gonna have to take it. Um, no, but I was basically I did choreography for dance programs around the country. Awesome. And, um, yeah, um, essentially I used to be a professional dancer, choreographer, um, in the commercial world, you're, um, generally the the standards are pretty high in how you look and present. And I always basically felt very awkward, um, Mm. filling that role. And, um, I always knew deep down that I wanted to basically move into comedy eventually. Um, So here I am, no longer dancing, and you know. But what weren't you on? You did like some big, some big TV competitions, didn't you? Yes. So you know that um, 
if you're watching ESPN and every so many months you see those cheer and dance competitions, um, way back in the day, I was on one of those dance teams that was like always on it, winning championship after championship. Wow. Um, what was we, that like? Yeah, that we must were, have been really exciting we, for a, a young person, or was it horrible? Yeah, it was really the the stakes were always high, and um, you know they have the reality show cheer, and um, you can if you basically mix the reality show cheer with a little bit of dance moms with like less you know of the you know. Staging. You're talking about a TV you know, crossover of Dance Moms yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah. and Cheers. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what we're doing yep. here? Not Cheers. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I was getting excited <laughs> there for a minute. So everybody knows your moves. Everybody knows you're served. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, God, uh, I wish it was more like the Cheers. So were you part of the reality yeah, shows? Um, I was not on any of them, um, but I basically worked a lot when I co-founded the competition company that, right. um, that I did uh, work behind the scenes. And we did kind of our own um, reality shows that we posted on our, cool. our websites and on, you know, nice, nice. On our, yeah. Nice. Yeah, what so. one, one suggestion, yeah. if you do any more, you're not here to make friends mm-hmm. that I can tell you. Yeah. Step yeah, number one of reality true. TV. Yep. <clears throat> um, <laughs> and you don't care what anybody thinks. I don't care what people think, you know? I'm not here to no. make friends. Yeah. Now, Bridie... Nobody's really here to make friends. Yeah. Um, except for the makers of the show, Friends. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes. Bridie, you uh, yeah. are also... You've been working on some comedy stuff. Can you tell us about that and where to find it? Sure. Um, it's on YouTube. I do parody songs. They're mostly pretty topical. Um, so kind of really got going mostly during the pandemic. Um, so a lot of it's pretty pandemic related okay. and pretty political stuff. So Pandocentric. You find me, my channel is, <laughs> you, you got it. Yeah. You got it. Um, uh, you can find me. My page is called a bunch of BS. And yes, it's, it's wordplay because my initials are BS. Oh, um, I see. And that's all I that's all all the content I put out is a is a bunch of BS. Awesome. So um yes. What are what are the yeah. what are some of the parodies you've done? You did like my Corona, right? Yes, I did a parody nice. of my Sharona. Right. Um it is called My Corona. My Corona. Um I did um Oh, my first one, one of the first ones that I did was uh, to come on Eileen, um, but it was called COVID-19. COVID-19, nice. Um, nice. COVID-19. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, Perfect. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. Um, uh, talking about people who don't wear masks appropriately. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of the Lilith Fair era. Um I did a cover of Natalie Merchant's um, Kind and Generous, um, except it's, um, (laughs) uh, oh, what I don't even remember the name of the time. (laughs) I've written so many now. Um, Unkind and 
dangerous. There you that go. Works. I, is that what works. Unkind and <laughs> yeah. dangerous. Well, extra syllable yep. there, but we can squeeze yep. that in. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a it doesn't syllable. matter because it fit in the song. It does not matter. Um, I did, oh, um, Super Freak. I did a cover of that one. Was it Super Spreader? Um, She's no, a super spreader. Um, <laughs> Definitely not the kind of girl you want to bring home to mama. It's really not. vulnerable. Yeah, mama nope. has, has compromised health. Right Pre-existing now. conditions. And She's in her 70s. Yeah, Let's yeah, yeah, yeah. Be safe here, you know? <laughs> no, no, no. This one, this one's just a cleaning freak. Oh. Okay. Cleaning freak. okay, okay, okay. All right. She's super squeaky clean. Oh, that works. Um, yep, mm-hmm. She's super squeaky. Uh, I, have, I, I like that. Clean. Yep, mm-hmm. Um, and then the last one that I did, um, I really just, it was a, a former President Donald Trump um, to Crocodile Rock uh, by Elton John. What, what's, the, um, what's the parody line there? Um, Great song, though. Donald, President I will mock. It, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's. President Trump let the people down. He let the people all get ill. I never knew a worse president, and I hope I never will. Um, so that's the whole. Uh, I could sing it, but I don't have I don't have any of my my stuff. And my actually, what's funny about me doing parodies is I'm not a great singer. So I, I really think you're, pretty, you're a my... good singer from the stuff I've heard. You're a pretty good singer. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's that's me making it sound yeah. better. Excellent. Well, do you have uh, you have yeah. like any social media or anything you want to plug before we get into it? Sure, you can find me on Instagram. It's um, at Bridie Schellenberg. Um, again, I'm on YouTube. A bunch of BS. Um, I'm also have a Facebook page. A bunch of BS. All right. It's just a bunch of BS. Yeah. Awesome. Over and over I like again. that. I like that as a title. I'm surprised you got that as a handle. I know. You That's think it'd impressive. be snatched up by now. Yeah. You know, just people, I'm, I'm just super creative. You know, let's yeah. just, I'm just going to pat myself on the back there. People Absolutely. Just, it's there you just go. Easy. Too oh. easy. Yep. Uh, Too easy. It was a missed opportunity and I took it. Sure. <laughs> Take that sure. world. All right, let's jump into a confession here. This is from Lily New Orleans. That's not, her name? Not the classic. Oh. No, she's from New Orleans. Oh, yeah. I like the old one better. I know. They, I, I Call me a hipster if yeah. you must. I they prefer were, traditional Orleans. Yeah, when they were hungry. They Before still they sold out. Yeah. A classic. They added a, a classic Orleans is, you know. <laughs> Once they added a rapper, yeah. I just couldn't. I couldn't no. take it. <laughs> Cut their hair. Lil uh, Orleans. Lil Orleans. Lil Orleans. <laughs> right, yeah. uh, Lil Orleans is just too much. Classic. Diet Orleans. Too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't hate Indiana Jones in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I hate Shia swinging through the jungle like Tarzan, but it really doesn't ruin the movie for me. Uh, that is the worst part, aside from some of the haircuts and accents. But I love the new religion they're exploring, which is, which is essentially ancient aliens. Alien emoji, smiley face emoji. Uh, now, Indiana Jones 4, from what I understand, was a massive disappointment for, for fans who had been waiting since, since, the, since I was uh, in third grade for a new one. And uh, I personally, I was never a huge fan of the Indiana Jones. I thought they were fine when I'd yeah. see them. Yeah. And I saw like little pieces of this new one. I didn't really have an opinion either way, but, but people were really let down by this one, Jimmy. 
Hmm. Were you, were you, have you, are you familiar with it? I'm trying to think of which one I saw. Uh, I, I haven't seen all of them. I saw one recently on Netflix, but I don't remember which one it was. Was, uh, was there a Temple of Doom involved? Yes, there was. It well, was, was probably the Temple of Doom then. W- which one was that? What's he- Indiana Jones and the Temple <laughs> I mean, of Doom. but like which number was that? Two, two, but apparently it's a prequel, I've heard, strangely. Well, that's how you know you're a cool series when you put the prequel out after and it's... Yeah, what is the point of that? I don't know. Especially when it's not actually, it doesn't really affect anything. I feel like prequels do better, though. Really? I think so, because sequels have a bad rap. You know, no, a lot of se- I think it's the opposite. People hate prequels. The Hobbit was decent. People for, hated for, on that movie a lot, though. I, I, I watched The Hobbit first, actually, because I didn't really start. I watched all the Lord of the Rings, like all six of the movies yeah, that within the past two weeks. Yeah, I, I should do that. I haven't really seen those. And uh, The Lord of the Rings was definitely better because they tried like a CGI stuff in The Hobbit because it was newer, and the CGI looked worse than the like early 2000s really? actors for the orcs. Weird. But that's besides the point. Huh. Bridie, are you familiar with the Indiana Jones franchise? I am, and the, I mean, really, the only one that I watched was the first one. Um, I feel like I got the gist of, right. you know, like for me, I'm a if if you're seeing anthology, for me, except for Star Wars, I needed to see like the first, the, the original three, because uh-huh. that's the original three. Well, what are but, the original three? The first ones made, or the part one through three? Yeah. For, no, see, for the, me, the first one's made. For me, the, the Ewoks adventures are the only ones that count as canon in my mind. Mm. Um, oh, I, also, I Star like Wars with, were prequels, right? Yeah, yeah. The, okay. the three that came yeah. out like ninety nine yeah. to two thousand five or yeah. so, mm-hmm. and and everybody hated. It. I feel like that set the precedent for hating prequels. Yeah, yeah. What I would have appreciated with the Indiana Jones franchise is if they did more. Like like you said, maybe a prequel, maybe even a spinoff, or maybe even like a connecting the story right. of like, oh, here's like um, Indiana Jones meets what's the what, Tomb Raider girl? Oh, a, a you know, crossover. Maybe maybe they crossovers are you know a big hit. You got Godzilla. I like and crossovers. Happening Cross, right crossovers are um, very very rare. Very yeah. rare. You could probably name all the crossovers in the world. On your hands, you got your Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. You got Jefferson's mm-hmm. All in the Family. Well, yeah, well, TV crossovers are definitely a thing. Mm-hmm. Urkel shows up on Full House. Yeah, everybody loves Raymond and King of Queens. Um, but movie crossovers, I feel like, are very rare. All I can think of: Frankenstein meets the Wolfman, Freddy versus Jason, um, Alien versus Predator, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. I'm, I... What What's great about a crossover is like you're promoting unity. Right, sure. like you're not just good like message. one franchise, just like capitalizing over and over. It's like yeah. we can we can take these two things and yeah. say, hey, let's just work together and make something really cool. They should do like a really un- unexpected one, like Human Centipede meets Steel <laughs> Magnolias. <or something laughs> yeah. Like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. That could be cool. <laughs> Um, so it would not be cool. Cool is not the word. <laughs> it would be, it might be disturbing. Well, but, what, yeah. what would you like to see crossed over, righty? This could be a whole other oh, episode, God, by the way, see. but just yeah. real, real oh, quick. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, let me see. Um, well, I do think Indiana Jones and Tomb Raider would be really pretty awesome. Sure. 
Um, but I think that I don't even know Laura Cross, Croft. Laura Croft would right. kick Indiana Jones's ass the whole time. Down. Well, he's like but, ninety-two um, years old. Now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Crossover-wise, I I would love like maybe on like a TV show, like Golden Girls meets something. Like, Family Guy. Golden Girls meets yeah uh, yeah or like. Golden Girls meets the um, Will and Grace or something. Okay. You know, All just right. a, a real dynamic, sure. well-written group ensemble cast, you know. Unfortunately, but I think we're I think down to a just... single Golden Girl at this point, though, aren't we? We are. We are. But she could hang with anybody. Absolutely. <laughs> um <laughs> but... All right. Well, Bridie, why don't you tell us about an unpopular movie opinion you have? Oh my gosh. This is probably going to cause a lot of controversy. Oh, um, We're not afraid of controversy here. Yeah, I got my I got my hand on the on the sensor beeper. Beep. We have a dump button. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, you know, it it automatically I, covers I'm it over with sec- let's support the troops. <laughs> let's hear well, it. Here for- we go. Well, Sorry. I'm also like I know that I'm like I'm 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 in my own vicinity right now, sure. and you guys are a room full of men. And by full of, I mean two men. There's a lot of I, other men in here. Yeah, there are, and I'm, a lot of them will listen to this podcast and probably hate me for saying this. I think Rocky is overrated. All right. Well, it's been great. Let's, All right. Uh, yeah. You want to plug next week on the confession? A bunch of BS. That and, makes sense. Uh, <laughs> and and here's why. Uh, like, and here's why. I understand the story behind it getting made is like really great. Okay. okay? But the story behind it getting made does not make the movie great. Right. In itself. A story behind we, does not a movie make, is what I always mm, say. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so here we have a man training. Going through some shit. Yeah. He's not like doing much. Right. He fights. And that's the whole plot. Yes. And to me, it's very anticlimactic. It's like a man living a life, a man without a lot of depth, dare I say. Like, yeah, I feel not like the, most. the man. He ate raw himself, eggs. Well, like, uh, like I would, I would argue, I would argue that every CrossFitter in America is eating raw eggs right now. I think, like, because of the movie, birds start, you know, like. I would not say it's because of the movie. I would say it's just because, like, it's straight protein going down your gullet. So, like, here, let's just like take a shot of this, man. Let's just Uh like, you know, I'm. That's just, my, I feel like there could have been a lot more to the movie. Okay. Maybe more character development. Right. Outside the two main characters mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, or maybe Jim, just I, like. I think Jimmy and I have just both become incels here in that. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that so was that's the my, key. That's my unpopular opinion. Well, okay. A lot of. <clears throat> I cannot. I hear what you're saying. I absolutely hear what you're mm-hmm. saying. Uh, but I feel like 
Rocky, the brilliance of Rocky is that it is kind of this like loser guy who is a sweetheart. He's mm-hmm. con- except for when he calls that little girl a whore and kind of sexually assaults Adrian at one point. Yeah. Okay, and see, but like, it's real. That's where you cannot you cannot use the two the two points. Like he's a sweetheart, except when he does the shit that he does that makes him an asshole. Like, yeah. You might have a very good hand. point there, Brighty. You might have a very good point. Like, like he's just a dumb guy. Yeah, he's he's, he's a dumb. Like, they're all all the people in that are just kind of losers, other than Apollo. Like they're all just kind of like losers who have nothing like, to do. I've, but I've I'd like an to, Adrian movie. Yeah, no, I, I could. An Adrian movie. I totally hear you on that. I could see an Adrian movie. I do think she was one of the more interesting characters. Um, and it seemed like as as the movies went on, she pretty much just existed to be like, you can't fight this guy, Rocky. <laughs> and then that, that was like her one scene. You are the least supportive wife <laughs> I've ever met. And she's wrong every time, yeah. too. Like, she never gets her due. Mm-hmm. But uh, no. I, I like that it's a character study of, like, just a loser who gets a shot at something and he gives it his best. You know what I mean? And the fact that he does not mm-hmm. win, I like the anti-climax of yes. him losing in the end, because all he cares about is he wants to see Adrian and he did his best. And that's what I remember. Like when I got an opportunity coming up, I don't think I try not to think to myself, like, what if this happens or I got to do this? I got to try to impress this person. Or what if I lose? I'm going to feel so bad. It's like, no, Mike, just go the distance, go, the, go distance. the distance. And if you get it, you get it. If not, if not. Yeah. And if the and if the and if the story of you going the distance is good enough, right, then you'll get a sequel where you do get to beat. The person you lost to. That's what I'm waiting for. I yeah. feel like my, you're just waiting for your sequel. Yeah, I am. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, I feel and like. See, sorry, I'll go say, ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, I'll say I'll say a character study. I will agree. It is a wonderful character study, but a character study is not the same thing as a great movie. Okay. A character study is like here. Let's take a look at the context of this character. Right. And. We want the whole movie. We want, I want like top to bottom. What what makes a whole movie? And that, that okay. to me, it just okay. doesn't, I hear it doesn't you. fit the bill for you're, a great yeah. movie. You're making some good points. You're definitely making some good points. Um, I will say this too: there have been allegations that the story behind Rocky was kind of fabricated to some degree. Yeah, I would buy that. <laughs> I know you would. Well, let me just let me just say that there, I've noticed this, and I think that there's something interesting about those older kind of '70s era movies, where they were like we talked about it with uh, horror specifically, but I think in general it was a little bit more. It was a little bit less of like that instant gratification or like that happy ending type of thing. Like sure. another movie, like for instance, the fact that Rocky lost. I saw Rocky for the first time when I think I was like 11 or 12. And growing up, I was born in 92, growing up in that kind of era of like things got a little bit more compact, things were a little bit more like give you what you want. To see the main character that you've been following throughout the entire movie lose at the end Mm. was kind of like it was shocking to me in a way. It really disappointed me me that he actually lost. And there was kind of like those older movies, like another movie that comes to mind is Saturday Night Fever, even though John Travolta and his uh, partner they win in that dance competition at the end of the movie. It was still like the whole thing was that like the other couple actually should have won and that like they blatantly were better than him and he was pissed off because, you know, he felt like he shouldn't have actually won that. 
And there was something about those types of movies where it was more honest because that is more akin to how life really works. And that was a really interesting exploration, I think, in that movie yeah. of like you follow his character along, you're on their side the whole time. They win, but you don't feel like they deserve to win because this other couple did. And Rocky, I think what was cool about that is it kind of did show, you know, it was, you know, for what it was supposed to be which is just kind of a very masculine kind of charged movie about this guy who comes from nothing and works his ass off, makes it all the way up to the top and still fails. And it, it really was this kind of like gritty type of thing that uh, I think could be appreciated for what it was. You mm -hmm. know, I think um, towards the end, if anything, they did kind of succumb more to that kind of, you know, he wins in the second movie and right. then by the time yeah, he, he wins to, like for all the rest. Yeah. Of the then you get to Rocky four and now yeah. he's fighting the Russian <laughs> right. and it's about yeah, it's, this No, big, I mean the, the series itself got, I mean, if you look at Rocky four and Rocky one, it's like, how is this even in the same canon? Yeah. Like they could not be worlds apart. Like yeah. this Oscar winning gritty character study with no budget to an actual robot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A, yeah. a living yeah. android. Mm -hmm. Like, not even a toy yeah. robot. The thing's an actual entity. Mm -hmm. As far, as, far yeah. as, the, <laughs> as far as the overratedness of it, though, I do think it's funny that Philadelphia treats Rocky like he was a real person. Like, they, don't they have, like, a statue? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like he, it's like the Liberty Bell, which is real. <laughs> right. And then Rocky, which yeah. is yeah. not, it's just a guy from a movie. Yeah. And they, like, I mean, they, Philly got behind this guy. Absolutely. Like, when Absolutely. They had smoking Joe Frazier from Philly, dude. Yeah. Like, he took out Muhammad Ali. <laughs> right. You know, like, yeah. but no, Rocky, Rocky. <laughs> what do you think of that, Bridie? Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely, I see what you're saying. I, I, I do value that honest ending, you know, and I, I appreciate that with like other movies that were doing that, at, yeah. you know, at the same time. I'll and, tell you. Sorry, um, go ahead. At the same time, I'm like, okay, so we did it. We made it happen. Right. Let's move on to the next honest story. You know, like, Right, right. Well, but, I'll but tell yeah. you a, a good example of an unexpected and humble ending to a film uh, it was the movie Flight? Have you guys seen that? No. This the whole no. The whole mm -hmm. I won't give it away, but the whole movie is about kind of fighting against something, um, strategically, and then in the end, the person just kind of realizes that they're wrong and gives up. Wow. See mm -hmm. that? It's that, like a superpower. I like window. that. I like that. I like that. You guys should watch that one. Yeah, it's good. Those kind of movies are cool. Kind of like Denzel. The Witch, for instance. You've seen the movie The Witch. Of course. I love The Witch. Yeah, where, you know, yeah. it's this kind of battle mm -hmm. of good and evil. Right. And at the end, you know, evil wins. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's yeah. that kind of like, it, that is a disturbing, and that kind of like, you know, sticks with me more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Halloween 3. Yeah. Have you ever seen mm -hmm. that? That's the, uh, that's the one that takes place outside of the Michael Myers world. Yeah. 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 I vaguely, I could, I mean, I, the ending I've seen to that it. is phenomenal. I've seen it so many times. And if you were to remind me how it goes, I would know it. But. It was the one with the masks where <laughs> like they were investigating. Oh well, yeah. All of them have masks, but this one, like it centers on a mask mm. maker mm. and they're masking to kill mm. everybody at midnight. Got it. On yes. Halloween, I've seen that. If they watch yeah. the thing on the TV. Mm-hmm. And you like that movie, oh, right? Boy. You're a fan of Halloween. That's a very controversial. <laughs> it is. That's one of the ones that everybody hated back in the day. Because you'd rent it and you'd be like, "What the hell?" There's no Michael Myers. But then it's it's mm -hmm. gained a respect. Mm -hmm. Do you like the Halloween Three, Bridie? Um, I never saw it. I saw 
when I started watching horror movies and I realized most of them were slashers, I was like, I'm not going to be into horror movies because mm. I have a big phobia of, you know, like gory things. Right. That's um, weird. But then, but then they, when I was introduced to more of the supernatural stuff, right, like the right. exorcist and, and all of that, then okay. I was like, Oh, I'm really into horror movies. Excellent. So slashers, I just, I, I've, I've watched the first, maybe two of like the classics, you know, mm-hmm. Halloween and um, Friday the 13th. And I'm just like, I'm going to give it a go. Your sister's a but werewolf. But I just can't get through like, yeah, I can't get through. Like as soon as I see a knife going into a body, I'm like, and I feel it in my body. Okay. And I just can't, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't get past it. But that's just me and my own phobias, sure. you know? Sure. Um, I almost wish I could be, I would have more of a reaction to those movies. Like, I almost wish they did freak me out more. Yeah. I'm kind of just jaded to it all. I mean, in that way, they do a good job. Right. But it's not the fun kind of scary for you. It's like the, nope. Right. It's like the gross kind of. And like Saw, like when I saw, when I saw Saw. (laughs) You must have loved that. I, it was the the word. I, yeah. You almost walked out of the theater. For a year, you know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I remember seeing one of the saws with a right. girlfriend who like was seriously like, I'm about ready to leave. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. All yeah. right. But that brings us to another confession from uh, Mackenzie Dixon. What a great name that is. Mackenzie Dixon. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. From Belton, mm-hmm. Missouri. Belton, I love this character already. Yeah. Belton, Missouri. Yeah. Mackenzie Dixon. Sounds like got- she, she sounds like. Yeah, she sounds like she was like her whole theme is like the Mason Dixon, yeah. except they didn't want to do the Mason Dixons. They wanted sure. the Mackenzie Dixon. Right, right. Dixon. I can you see know? her being like a, a tough How lady adorable. in like a kind of hayseed environment in the turn of the century. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. She doesn't put up with these these awful men. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. She like she drives her own car. Yeah, like she's from a, like a, a family lineage that is very well to do, but she doesn't be a part of that. You Absolutely, know? like she wants to be an independent. Right, right, right. right. They don't understand woman. it. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, now that we've created a character out of this <laughs> real person, uh, she says, "Just my humble horror fan opinion, but the Conjuring cinematic universe is trash, and it's a bummer because they had, the series had a great start." Uh, the first Conjuring Ooh. movie was just different enough to stand out to fans of the paranormal, but still familiar enough to draw in the average movie goer. It made its, por- its plot work without revealing too much too soon and used the works of Ed and Lorraine Warren to place it way too close to reality for comfort. Unfortunately, every good thing about the first movie loses its edge upon the new installment, regurgitates itself on screen again and again. Uh, also, like in the Saw films, Annabelle had potential until it became clear that every element that worked as well within that first iconic cameo scene, well, this is really well written, was watered down and stretched into three whole movies. Uh, wash and repeat with The Nun and La Llorona, more jump scares, less story, more boredom. This woman should be a movie reviewer. Yeah. And yeah, I know horror <clears throat> series can be formulaic, but sometimes it's nice to enter a familiar world where you know the final girl will come out alive. The killer is never dead the first time, and if somebody has sex, they are totally going to die first. A series that declines in quality over time can still be a ton of fun when it's self-aware and respects its audience, but the Conjuring universe starts to feel insulting as each movie snaps more of the threads that made the first installment scary. Beautiful. That was very well written. Okay. Beautiful. All right. Well, first of all, I'm moving to Missouri and becoming best friends with Mackenzie Dixon. And she does sound really cool. I feel, I feel like she, I, I would have to probably agree with 
pretty much everything she's right. said. I'm about seeing like a fried green universe. tomatoes situation going on yeah. with you and Mackenzie. Mm-hmm. But continue. I I loved The Conjuring. I loved the first one. And then when they made another one, I was like, why are they doing this? I just, I felt like it was going to go the ways of, you know. The vast majority of horror sequels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I was like, why, why touch this? And, and it was something that was so new in the and the scares and, and, and the surprises, everything was just so perfectly done okay. the first time. And, um, but then I was like, I, I also felt this way about sinister, um, pretty much the exact same way. Um, okay. like when you make a really, really good movie like that, don't touch it again. Right. You know, like just use that creative, those creative juices and just get another new yeah, thing out. Yeah. Yeah. You've clearly got them. Or just know, make the so. time to make a good sequel. You know, like people can make good movies if they really try. Yeah. It's, I feel like they just don't try with sequels most of the time. They're just kind of like, eh, you know, whatever. Well, the name's already selling. This will make some money. Um, but I, I would also argue that, and I'm sorry, I would also argue that any of those sequels that come after like The Conjuring or, you know, Sinister like that, if you just like replaced the characters, made like new backgrounds, right, right, they would be just as good original movies. Yeah, you know, yeah, they they often do the opposite in Hollywood. They'll take like a script that's for something else and rewrite it into like a Die Hard movie or a, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I think they did that with Halloween. They did that with Hellraiser a few times. But um, yeah. I I really liked the idea of the Conjuring universe at first. I thought it'd be cool to have like I you know even though Ed and Lorraine Warren are crackpots in my opinion, it's still interesting. <laughs> it's still you know like I could still see that being a fun, interesting kind of atmospheric thing. But I got a question like, does horror need a cinematic universe? Like what is what is really the point of like movie <laughs> like horror movies crossing <laughs> over? You know, it's not superheroes. It's like horror movies are supposed to or- scare you. Mm-hmm. Or is it crossover world? You got The Exorcist. You got Poltergeist. You you cross those two over. Let's make it happen. Oh my goodness! We we're, we're so doing another episode, Bridie, on potential. <laughs> <laughs> what could? Oh man, what would the what, what would the Exorcist crossover with? Hmm. Hmm. Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin. Ooh. Maybe it would um, cross over with Hereditary. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I don't know if I can handle it. I could – look, yeah. this is the thing, Bridie. I We did one episode on uh, how they should have made it where we mm-hmm. talked about the new Halloween movie, how they should have made it. And I want to do another mm-hmm. one. And one I definitely want to do is a Exorcist sequel. I want to ask the question, mm-hmm. would an Exorcist sequel – is there any way to do one well? And what would it look like? You know what I mean? I feel like they could. Mm. I think a lot of the solutions to these problems are when you make a sequel, I hate to say it, I know you're going to disagree with me, but sometimes the prequel is the best move. Okay. This is an unpopular movie opinion, Mike. It really this is. This is what it's about, bro. Yeah, you're this right. This is what it's right. about. Yeah. Okay. We're here to shake it up a little bit. Right. I disagree with, you, with what you say, but I will fight for your right to say it. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> if you're going to do an Exorcist movie, 
How many movies can you do of the same thing over and over? That's what we're talking about with the sequel thing with horror movies, where it's like... See, I disagree with people when they say that. Well, you gotta... Okay, so maybe maybe it doesn't have to be a prequel, but you have to go in a different direction, like with Halloween 3, where you, you focus on a different aspect of the storyline. So maybe... But that one should not have been Halloween 3. It should have just been its own movie. Okay. You're okay. talking about spinoffs. You're just you're just right. talking about a straight up spinoff. Right. Well, Mike's talking about spinoffs. I'm talking about like an exorcist where it's a little bit more focus on the demon itself. What is possessing? Why mm. is it possessing her? Well, they did try that. They made like an exorcist. They made two exorcist prequels. It was a weird thing where it was like two directors made the same movie with the same actors but differently because the first uh, one they like scrapped. Okay. And both of them were crap from what I hear. I think I saw it years and years ago. But this is the thing. Oh. I, do you know those, Bridie, the Exorcist prequels? Yeah, I think I saw one of them they, where they were like in Egypt at one point, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, I think they both um, were. They were yeah, like both kind one. of the yeah. same movie, but not. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I I take umbrage. I have no idea if I'm using that word correctly. I, that's a good word. <laughs> when people say... <laughs> You can't, like, how many times can you make a, you can't, like, make them scary in a late, like, you can't redo it. How many times can you, I don't get, you can still make a good movie. Yeah. There's no law saying, I I just, I don't get it. I feel like that's a bad argument. You take umbrage with I it. I do. Yeah. I take a lot of umbrage with it. <laughs> Save some umbrage for the rest of us, bro. Like, I take like not, all of it. You know me. I do not like to spread umbrage. <laughs> you know that I am not one of those people that's going out throwing umbrage yeah. around like it's free. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that is not me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you take more than you give. But this, umbrage. this, I cannot deny the umbrage it being mm. severely. It, what do you think about it? How do you feel about my umbrage, Bridie? Well, if this were a song right now, this is the part where I would be going, um, bridge. Um, <laughs> this is the segue. Um, um, bridge. And then, uh, chorus. Yeah. I thought you were yeah. going to go the Rihanna route. Um, um, bridge. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, bridge downtown. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's basically my, that's basically, that's basically me saying, this umbrage bit is played out now. Let's yeah, see you're right. You're right. Well, that goes right to my point. It doesn't matter if something's played out. It can still be a funny joke. Exactly. <laughs> Thank so you. Say something funny. What else do we got? Um, oh, say something funny. Yeah. Let's see here. Um, oh, you got served. We got Matthew Tate from <laughs> you, got, you got purple. <laughs> May I finish? <laughs> We have Matthew Tate <laughs> from Huntsville, Indiana, who says Alien 3 is the best in the series. The settle the setting was brilliantly unsettling and claustrophobic, which is good for a sci-fi horror 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 aesthetic, I think. Aesthetic. Aesthetician. Is that a thing? Aesthetician. So it's is that someone who does an aesthetic? I think it's a person who does makeup. Uh, and the scene where Ridgely plunges to her own death while cradling the baby alien holds up is one of the most powerful moments in cinema history. Wow. In my opinion. I question if you've seen uh, Big Mama's House like Father Like Son. Mm, <laughs> there's no way you could have made that judgment right. having seen Big Mama's House. 
like fatherly son. I take umbrage with that. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> well, do you take umbrage with Alien 3 being called the best in the series? Um, well, <laughs> anything after the first one. <laughs> That's always going to be my go-to. I don't think you like... Do you just hate sequels in general? I find sequels to be exhausting. It's a commitment, and I want to spend time watching other good movies. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, surely there must be an exception out there for you. Here's my thing. When you said Alien 3, I... Okay, with Alien, Uh and then I've, I've had this, like thought about aliens sequel for a long time okay. okay everything after the alien coming out of the stomach you know portion of the first movie right should have should have been like in the first person perspective of the alien oh wow from then on out hmm. like because we basically already know the human story okay. and we know nothing we know nothing about aliens right so if you're right. a creator of this movie we know more about Mackenzie Dixon than we do about the yeah. alien. We do. We do. We know everything about it, Mackenzie. So if you're, so let's think. If you're telling me like this is fiction, I'll tell you that it, all fiction has to come from somewhere, right? It's science fiction. Yeah, that's why when they say Amen. based on a true story or based on true right. events, I'm like, show me something that's not. Yeah. How is that possible? Yeah. What are you going to show me? A, a triangle with four sides? Yeah. That would be that not would based be, on true events. Yeah. But that's about it. Sorry. Continue, Ruddy. <laughs> Here's here's my theory. Mm. Cavemen never thought back in the day. I wonder what space is like. You know, like that we have this inherent like curiosity for space, like from somewhere. Like this, it came from somewhere. So here's my thought. Maybe aliens have been here before, and they implanted our species with some sort of biological tracker that's like. They're implanting their own knowledge of what space is into our bodies. And Dear like, God, Here's... you're blowing my brain away. But please continue. Right. This is amazing. <laughs> like, how else would we have known that aliens was even like a form to create if we have never been exposed to them before? Right? And so let's tell the story of the alien. Wait, there's so okay, many potential so... spinoffs from this episode. This is creating its own cinematic universe. <laughs> we got to have a, cr- a, spin- a crossover episode. And a now whatever the hell you're talking yeah. about. We need a how we yeah. should have done it for this episode. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. No, right. no so, but like, this is great we though. Don't, we, don't, we don't we don't need the story of like how to keep fighting off the aliens. We need like, okay, in our internal minds, what do we subconsciously think the aliens gonna think? Because somehow we probably already have an inkling of what they are gonna do. So let's create a movie about it. Right? Okay. Like Let's make that movie from at the time, the birth of that alien coming out of the stomach, first person perspective, all the sequels afterwards are just aliens living their lives. That's interesting to me. All right. There's, there's a lot there to talk about. Could you sum right. this theory up in just a few <laughs> sentences? Cause I'm not quite sure how it all comes together. You're, you're saying okay. because maybe aliens have implanted us with their views of space. Yes. The yes. second half of Aliens should have been filmed differently. They've been here before. Somehow they've So you're they you're saying you're literally yeah. saying films like Alien <laughs> may actually be alien propaganda. 
And yes. yet, yeah. and yet, you're suggesting they did it wrong. <laughs> they should have. She's made it. proposing that films about aliens should be more, uh, more like alien propaganda. Oh, okay. So, like, you, you're giving the yes. okay to the alien. You're saying, look, just yeah. go, just go full yeah. on aliens. Yeah. You don't have to spoon feed yes. us. I'm saying, I'm saying, like right now, we're all like, let's make movies about aliens attacking us, and I'm like, right. no, right, uh, like let's use our creative brains. What do we think the aliens are going to do? Let's think like the alien. Let's make a movie about well, how do aliens live? What are they going to do when they right. come here? So the, the sequels of Alien should have been like, yes, we're going to attack you. So like, let's go from that perspective. Uh-huh. Like based on their What's home like planet. From, yes. Do mm-hmm. you think that would ever work as a Hollywood movie? Like a, a movie literally just about the aliens. Like we don't understand what they're saying. Absolutely. Like it'd be like the bear. Remember that? Um, yeah. <laughs> like it'd just be like following <laughs> aliens around. No dialogue other than alien dialogue that we don't understand. It, it, it would take an amazing you could director. Have subtitles. But that could be cool. That could be cool if it were done right. I think it'd be. I think it'd be yeah. very well done. Yeah, a movie about be. aliens on their other planet and their perspective of humans. Yeah, you know, because every mm-hmm. she's right. Every alien movie, which is dope. Alien movies are very unifying. I think, like Independence Day, very unifying movie right. because yeah. it's mm-hmm. all about oh, we have a common enemy to hate, therefore we love each other. Hey, the which enemy, is like the worst form of love mm-hmm. ever. But the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Right, right. And that is a very true, exactly. true uh, paradigm, whatever the word is, idiom, saying, expression, doesn't matter. Umbrage. Umbrage. <laughs> umbrage. Very true umbrage. <laughs> it's one of my favorite umbrages. Aliens are always the overdogs. <laughs> Aliens always have better technology than us. Right, right. But yet we always somehow yeah. win because we we're have heart. We, we have, have heart. heart. Humans have heart. Aliens yeah. don't really, they're, you know, they don't understand love. And they're not, they're ugly usually. They are not very We need hot aliens. Hot aliens. Well, I, I'm sure they're hot to each other. Well, Maybe not. Maybe that's why they keep okay, on coming to well, Earth. They're like, Earthlings, they're so much hotter. Dude. I'm tired <laughs> of all these alien bitches on my planet. Look, look. I mean, Elon Musk is like trying to make hotels in space right now. So we're trying to tap our way into space. How are we not like at least thinking like, how are we going to like potentially become friends with aliens while we're out there? Maybe well, alien you know, Musk like, is trying to put hotels on Earth. There. Yeah. Well, the... Yeah, there could be a total opposite. Alien um, but Maybe they're Elon really far away. There you go. A lot of people have suggested that. Yeah. But, but, but the aliens, even if we start expanding into our solar system, we're still way far away from the aliens, right? I mean... Or are we? Right. Good point. Or okay. are we? So you're saying there may be alien life mm-hmm. in our solar system right now. We don't even know it. Maybe just not outside of our dimension. You know, like you well, can be like... that's different. Not really. I mean, you have it's space and time. We're in the third dimension. If it's an alien, it means it's in our thing. If it's, uh, that'd be like an interdimensional being or something. Yeah, that could be an alien. You could be an alien of not only like a dimensional alien, like you know, like wormholes and stuff. Like you could like, like space time bends, and so if you travel across, it's kind of like the idea of like if you try to travel through China by going around the world, uh huh, you could get there a lot shorter by just going through the world. You know? Did you know? Well, did you know that they just found? Huh? Did you know that they just discovered super highways in space? What do you mean? Like there's super highways that, you know, like, you know, you can travel light speed and everything like that. Really? There's like actually super highways in space that things move exponentially faster than in other areas. Wow. Do they have sheets? In space. 
Yeah. Do they have Bob's Big Boy at the rest stops? I bet they don't got <laughs> south of the border. Probably not. Probably not. What was that surf shop not called? Yet. Like not yet. Surf shop or something. Sensations? No, no. Maybe this was an 80s or 90s thing. Do you remember? What was that, sh- that surf shop in, in Florida that every kid thought was the coolest? Mall the one? Biggest, the biggest surf called... shop in the world. Wasn't it? Didn't it just? I, I just remember surf shops that just said surf shop. Like on the. No, this, like, was, this was something that's special. That's the only surf shop. And I got a hat from it. That had like a shark on the front and like flaps in the back, like Ooh, the mullet hat. That is nineties. That was a very, very Ooh. brief trend. Yeah, I don't know what that was. I don't know what the point yeah. of the flaps were. I guess to get bugs and stuff. Yeah, I think so. Bugs. Yeah. Well, attention. They're probably on the attention. super highways, and they're probably still cool in other parts <laughs> of the universe. The hats with the flaps—they're probably still in style. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, we can't speak to like you know what what other cultures find stylish or not mm-hmm. especially ones that are in different planets or different dimensions I, do we even know where style comes so, from like what that is probably the aliens probably aliens yeah, aliens yeah. now my other my other theory is that this could also be a crossover is when the alien baby comes out of the first <laughs> i keep calling it a baby when that baby alien comes out <laughs> of the the, it is a baby. It's a baby alien. Yeah, it is a baby first... alien. He's just born. I mean, I mean how... it is. All, all animals but are just babies so... first. Right? Yeah, you come out, you get a job immediately, it's a baby. Yeah. Why don't it you just, just let kids be kids these days? Like, Jesus. It just, it just feels so tender. You didn't have to lock your doors. You, you could run around in other people's yards. Uh-huh. Sorry. <laughs> when sweet baby alien comes out yeah. in the episode, you know, in the first one, I sure. want a crossover of that meets like halfway through you cut to uh, space balls you know and the hello my baby hello my darling right. i'll be your and, and then you just like you just cut yeah yeah, yeah. yep mm-hmm. yeah i could see that yeah, working that's all i want i want it <laughs> it wouldn't I just well but, but let's to. let's get serious so might... let's get serious again here you guys yeah what is your take on the film alien three when I was a kid, I thought it was the best one for okay. sure. I thought it was the coolest. I don't believe I've seen it. So this is the one. This is the one where she's basically like gearing up the like everybody to fight all the aliens. No, right? like no. that's that's aliens. No, okay. The second one. The third one aliens. is okay. David Fincher's first film, but the studio butchered oh, it so yeah, much yeah, yeah. that he's taken his name off of it. But it looks, it has this look. Like oh. It has that Fight Club look to it. And Ripley is bald. Oh. They all have to shave their heads in it, which looks totally cool. And it's a bunch of monks on like this, uh, it's, it's a bunch of like prisoners that became monks, I think. Like on this isolated planet where there's mm. no women. Zoinks. Hmm. Yeah, because they're all, they all can't handle being around women. And she lands there. So there's all these themes well, of like misogyny and and you know they they see her as like this yeah. evil woman who like brought this demon to them. Yeah, I mean, I see again. I haven't seen it. I I want to go back and watch it now because knowing it's a David Fincher, I love his work. Mm-hmm. Um, but also knowing that they butchered it, I want to watch it and be like. Screw you guys! Yeah, it's it's still worth watching, and there are there is like a version apparently that's closer to what he wanted, 
but it's still not the actual thing. Like he couldn't actually shoot the scenes he wanted to. And this is three, correct? Yes, Alien okay. Three. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'll have to check it out. I don't know. I, the concept seems really strange to me. Um, oh, there's no like, weapons either. On I, this. There's no guns. Or but anything. how many alien? How many aliens are we talking? Are one. in this movie? One until the Just end when alien. she gives birth to one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So does she bang one of the aliens all... during the movie? No. She, she gets a face hugger on her in the spaceship. A face hugger, nice. Yeah, that's what they do. Have you not seen Alien? They get in your face and they ram a, a seed down your throat. Jeez, yeah. kinky, kinky. Yeah, yeah no, the whole banged. the whole Alien thing is like totally like sexual, you know, psych psychology stuff going on there. Wow. Um. So yes, it's. It, yeah, she gets banged by the alien. Yeah, they tried to take it back yeah. to like a, a simple drama, <laughs> like almost a drama, like the first one, where it's just one alien. You know, it's like very simple. There's not, it's not like stuff blowing up all over the place. And they, they come close to making a great, great film, but they screw it up. Gotcha. It's worth well, seeing, though. I would definitely watch it. Yeah, I'm going to go watch it. I'm probably going to go watch it tonight. You honestly, should. Because I'm really curious now. Yeah. But. Yeah. I also clearly really love aliens, and I respect them. Yeah, soft spot so for aliens. I feel like you can tell. I do. I do. Well, do you, do you like, like any of the alien films besides the first one? You got your Alien versus Predator. You got your Alien Resurrection. You got your Alien, uh, the one, uh, the newer one that came out, yeah. Alien Reloaded. I did. Yeah. I I did like Alien versus Predator again because I appreciate a crossover. Right. Um, Alien Tokyo but, Drift. Right. <laughs> Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Um, of an alien. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to America with aliens. <laughs> but, no, uh, the only other one that I did see, um, I saw Alien. I did see part of Alien, the second Alien movie, and... Um, Alien versus Predator, but I did not see the third Alien movie. Okay. okay. Wasn't there one with, or wait, was it Predator or which one had Keegan Michael Key in it? I have it? no idea who that is. Yeah. Is the guy from Key? There was Peele? a new one. Was with the, the guy that's yeah. not Jordan Peele. You know, I think he was in the <laughs> new Predators. I think he was in a Predator movie. Yeah, I think that's what Predator. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, that's that's what I started to watch again. I have to preface this. I'm also a mom, so when I start a movie on my own, I just like right. pass out a lot of the time. I hear you. So. I hear you. Yeah, <laughs> I know what you mean. All right. Well, is there any uh, other unpopular movie opinions we want to tackle before we wrap it up? Hmm. Hmm. I'm trying to think what mine. I have are. a lot. Uh, I mean, I have like comedy movies that I hold near and dear to my heart right. that a lot of people dislike. Like what? You know, but um, Corky Romano is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've never seen that, but I, I hear it looks terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's, I've, it's, yeah. It doesn't hold up. It, it did not hold up well over time, but it's still near and dear to my heart. What, um, do, you, what do you like about it? It's just funny? 
for you? Just quoting, quoting right, it. Right. You know. Just yeah, we all have movies cycling. that are just like sentimentally attached to ourselves. You know. Yeah. Like, I'm sure if I watched Police Academy now, I'd think it's terrible. Yeah. But I loved yeah. it as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would go back and like I love Zoolander. Um, and I still I think that that one holds up, but a lot of people don't like it apparently. And um, and because of that, I'm not friends with them. I've cut wow. them out of my Good life. Good for you. And, Good for you. You know. You <laughs> yeah. I, um, you got to eliminate toxicity. Yeah. So. Yeah. You got to go no contact with certain people. Yeah. Um, yeah. I loved uh, Billy Madison as a kid. I wonder if that one holds up. It does. I watched it yeah. like two months ago. That was like the perfect Hilarious. middle school boy movie. Great movie. What do you think, Bridie? Um, um, I'm triggered by Adam Sandler movies. Oh, that's right. You um, hate Adam Sandler. It's not that I actually really like Adam Sandler. Um, and I think that the whole um, Adam Sandler thing was great on Saturday Night Live. You know, right. the whole character he played in, you know, 20 movies in a row, essentially. Yeah. Was great on Saturday Night Live. But sure. to... Mm, I mean, he commercialized on his own shtick, and that was yeah good yeah. for him. He made a lot of money. But he does but some he does I, some good can, like indie movies too. I mean, there's Uncut Gems yes. and the uh, great movie, the one where he uh, what yeah. was that one from like 2003 or something where he smashes a window. I forget what that's called, but he was yes. good in it. And again, that's the reason why I like him because I think he's talented. And if you have the ability to make a lot of money. By all means, make the goddamn money. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I, I just do not enjoy Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore, um, anything where it's just like the, you know, like I've, I'm not. <laughs> I do yeah, not. that that did get I'm old like, pretty quick. Stop talking but... like. I'm just like stop talking like my two year old. I'll just make a movie. <laughs> Of him doing his own thing. Well, isn't that a, a lot of comedy? Just, just adults acting like children. Yeah. Well, you know, if it's... I if I, I mean I can just like film him throwing a golf club across the field, you know, like it's fine. The it'll price do, is it'll that sounds amazing. Well. Yeah, he's cuter, so <laughs> it'll do well. But all right, but, guys. But I do think we have had a very fun episode. Thank you so much, Jimmy. Thank you, Bridie. Once again, uh, where where can people can find your videos on YouTube? Correct. Yes, on YouTube. And are you are you uh, you're thinking about getting more into stand up and stuff, right? I am. You know, I I know that um, I also have to have energy at night to go do some open mics and some <laughs> shows. So right, I'm trying to get I I have a six month old right now, so I'm trying to get her through her teething phase, and then I'm gonna kick it in high gear for that awesome. but until then i'll be writing music and posting them on youtube and you great know, great well i think you'll everything be really... i can on social media absolutely i think you'll be great at stand up i look forward <laughs> to seeing you Thanks. and uh i guess with that we will go ahead and wrap it up for this week's confessional